there's times where the day just gets away from you, right? And you feel like you've just lost control and it's just like, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I would say probably once, maybe every other week is I'll have to literally in the middle of the day, I'll have to just like step back. I'll close my eyes. And for five minutes, I'll just have to breathe. And that's the only thing that can like actually get me to calm down where it's like my heart is racing. It might be the six energy drinks that I drink in that day, but (laughs) it is mostly the stress from more of it. It has nothing to do with it. No correlation. 1,500 milligrams of caffeine. That has nothing to do with it. It's only four times the the limit that Ben put on me. (laughs) So, Tyler, I got a text literally... 60 seconds ago from one of our listeners. Yeah. And guess what it says? How about I just read it? Because you can, get, you can like, guess a million things. Okay. What are my odds here? <laughs> How many words do I have to get right? Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave their name out, but this person said, you may want to warn your listeners. So that's all I saw, by the way. At first, I was like, oh, what did we say? Wait, is this a text or a DM? This is a text. Okay. The, I, it's a, it's it's a, a relationship. Yeah, it's, it's a friend. It's a client of ours. Okay. And that's all I saw. Yeah. You may want to warn your listeners. So I yeah. thought, oh, geez, what did oh, Tyler say? Oh, man. He's freaking potty mouth. <laughs> Says, you may want to warn your listeners. If you try the cold shower, which I did, let your wife know what you're up to. She heard me gasping and groaning <laughs> in the shower this morning and asked me what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going to try the cold shower, warn your spouse. Heads up. It sucks. <laughs> Heads up. <laughs> you might want to play some music. <laughs> uh, but I love that. Yeah. He said he tried it based on our episode. Yeah. He's, he probably has better energy yeah, getting out of the sure. shower. He probably got way more done today. Ha- have you been doing it? I know you uh, said. Yes, I did. So, okay. So last night, um, I did it at the end of the night. And nice. We got it. We just put a pool in and just finished. Mm-hmm. And last night was the like inaugural heated up for the first time. It takes a couple of weeks. You go heated pool? You freaking no, frick no. Way too expensive. <laughs> hot tub. Ah, hot gotcha. tub. Gotcha. Heated up the hot tub. It was a hot tub night. Gotcha. Uh, and cold shower to to shut down the night. Now probably not the best time to do it, but yep. I did. Yep. I did implement it, and then I did it this morning. Nice. Yeah. Every day, man. I, I do it every day, and it it, yep. it feels so good. So, if you don't know what we're talking about. We're in the middle of a natural energy boosting series. And last week we talked about cold water immersion, not necessarily jumping into a freezing lake or a cold tub per se, but even taking a cold shower and the benefits. Both of those work. That could provide. So uh, go back and listen to last week if you're lost. But now we are finally on part five, which is our last part of this five-part series. I know. Others would call it conclusion. (laughs) The conclusion. Felt like we'd never get here. (laughs) No, but week one was all about getting vitamin D. Week two was about getting out in nature. Week three was about hydration. Last week, like I said, cold water therapy. And today's topic, I want to lead in with a question, Tyler, to you. Yes. Which is, if you were to power rank oxygen Mm -hmm. as part of your daily need, as part of a daily need, where would oxygen power rank on your list of daily needs? Probably, probably somewhere before. 
you probably somewhere tight, before like protein shakes, but somewhere <laughs> after. <laughs> if you don't say number one, you're a mouth breather, which we'll talk about here in a second. You're an idiot. Uh, you're an idiot. Yeah, no. Um, would you say it's, it's pretty important? Would I mean, you say? I would say so. Yeah. I mean, is, is water or oxygen more important to survival? Oxygen. You can go a few days without water. You can't go more than three minutes without oxygen. You haven't seen me try. <laughs> okay. So how do you receive this oxygen? How does your body intake this oxygen? Osmosis. Okay. I'm trying to play a game here. I'm trying to lead you down a path here, and you're not playing at all. No, I know you're not. <laughs> I'm going to make you work for this one. Uh, ben, I, I intake oxygen either through my nose or mouth. You breathe in oxygen? Yes. Okay. Very good. Simple answers. That's all I'm looking for here. <laughs> so if that's the case, yes. if oxygen is vital, probably the most vital thing, yep. and the way you get oxygen by is breathing, uh-huh. then how much time would you say you spend per day thinking about your breathing? Thinking about breathing. Thinking about your breathing. Uh, very little. Very little. Oh. Zero to 5%. No, I would say just because during workouts, okay. like, I concentrate. I, that is something I'm yeah. pretty conscious about. Well, you're more advanced than most because I would bet the average person thinks about their breathing 0.0 times 0.0. per day. Yeah. But the funny thing about breathing is most of us do it inefficiently. Yeah. Most of us do it, I don't want to say incorrectly, but ineffi- there's, there's more beneficial ways that we breathe. The great thing about breathing is it's part of your autonomic nervous system, right? It's, you don't think about it. It just happens. The problem is, though, if you're breathing inefficiently, you're not getting the full benefits. Just like everything we've talked about, you're not getting the full benefits yeah. of what it can provide. So that's what I wanted to talk about today is proper breathing, more efficient breathing, and how it can lead to both not only energy, you know, an uptake in energy, but it can also calm you down as well when, when needed. And it's, yep. and it's something that we overlook, just like hydration, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Something we overlook, but it can be so important Gosh, and a game yeah. changer on performance. Yep. So. When you think of calm, deep breaths, that's calling on your parasympathetic nervous system. You've got two, two parts of your nervous system, your parasympathetic and your sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Your parasympathetic is often called your rest and digest. Mm-hmm. This is when you're trying to relax, when you're calm, whereas your sympathetic is your fight or flight. When you're getting tensed up, ready for a workout, ready to run from a bear back in the day, mm-hmm. that's your sympathetic. So two common deficiencies that we often see in the breathing world. Number one, mouth breathing versus nasal breathing. Okay. So somebody that breathes in short breaths through their mouth or somebody that breathes in nice deep into their nose. So the consistent mouth breathing, believe it or not, is not as efficient as consistent nasal breathing. Here's why. Consistent mouth breathing can lead to inefficient oxygen exchange, which can result in poorly oxygenated, oxygenated and energized cells. It can decrease respiratory strength and function. It can decrease lung volume. And it can decrease exercise capacity and stamina. So have you ever heard that old saying, you're a mouth breather? Yeah. That's a negative connotation that you're an idiot, you're a moron? That's a shot fire. Why is that? Because your brain needs oxygen to function. What they're implying there is that you're not getting enough oxygen to your brain because you're a moron because you're a mouth breather. Mm. So mouth breathing or dominant mouth breathing is actually a more inefficient way to get in air, get in oxygen, it's not quite as beneficial to the body. Whereas nasal breathing, consistent nasal breathing, acts as the body's air filter 
blocking out dust, particles, allergens, germs, etc. Can lower uh, your blood pressure, can support better oxygen deliverability, and is associated with lower stress levels and increased mood. Yeah. So I, for whatever reason, every time I go to the doctor, I get this thing in my head that says, all right, they're going to find something horribly wrong with you. Like you're dying pretty much. Yeah. And so I get super what, nervous. What is that? Uh, <laughs> what's the term? A hypochondriac? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. me. Yeah. I, my mind, <laughs> my big toe hurts. Oh, it's cancer. I got toe cancer. It, it's the worst case scenario. That's, that's where my mind goes. Okay. So going to the doctor is a stressful thing yeah. for me. Despite okay. how I live my life, yeah. you know, try to be healthy. Part of the reason I try to be so healthy is that fear of going to the doctor. Going to the doctor. Okay. And I so when that I, about you. That's, that's, that's a fact. Oh. So when I go to the doctor, I have to be conscious of my breathing. And so I literally, before the doctor walks in, I'm sitting there, I'm doing nasal breathing. I'm trying to calm my, because what's the first thing to do with the doctor? They take your blood pressure. And when you're panicked, when you're uptight, when yeah. you're, you know, nervous, yeah. your blood pressure elevates. And then when they tell you your blood pressure is elevated, you're, you're nervous even more. You're like, oh, something's wrong with me. I'm going to have a heart attack. So that's how, that's how my mind works. Dude, I can't I'm relax. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just being honest. You here. and my five-year-old are exactly the same. <laughs> you act so tough it's, and I'm so hard and I work out so much and I'm such a, and then it's like, oh, I don't want to get a needle. I don't want to get a needle stuck. No, <laughs> that's the thing. It's not needles. It's, no? it's the bad news that I anticipate ah, for whatever reason. I don't I know why. I've got nothing. I could it's not. It's you, irrational. I could just see you curled up in a ball on the on the exam. <laughs> Sucking <bed>. my thumb, <laughs> just rocking yourself back and forth, <laughs> trying to calm yourself down. Have I ever been told <laughs> I have a health <laughs> issue? No, well, I haven't. I mean, suffer vitamin D deficiency, which you, I've cured. You did have the vitamin D disease. <laughs> I'm basically so. Jesus. I've cured myself. <laughs> but my point is, I'm conscious about this, yeah. so that's how I calm myself yeah. down: is by deep, big, deep breaths, big yeah. nasal breathing. And, and look, that's real. Like, there's times in the day. And, and I'm sure we've all felt this is like the day just takes hold. Right. And you just lose control. That big knob will, will tighten your, uh, we got new uh, microphone Ooh, stands. At, if you're see watching, that you see that slow, that yeah. slow drop. You gotta, you gotta tighten that big um, knob <laughs> is, you know, the, the times and the, there's times where the day just gets away from you. Right. And you feel like you've just lost control and it's just like, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I would say probably once maybe every other week, is I'll have to literally in the middle of the day, I'll have to just like step back, I'll close my eyes, and for five minutes I'll just have to breathe. And that's the you. only thing that can like actually get me to calm down. Where it's like my heart is racing. It might be the six energy drinks that I drink in that day, but it is mostly the stress from more of it. It has nothing to do with it. No correlation. 1,500 milligrams of caffeine, that has nothing to do with it. It's only four times the, the limit that Ben put on me. But it's... But legitimately, it's it's true. And I think of, and, and you're probably going to get into this, but I think of there was a period when I was playing, flexibility was a was a big issue of mine. Um, and, and so I started a regular yoga. Like I was doing mm -hmm. it two to three times a week just because it was, I was, it was so bad. Um, stiff white guy, that was me. And, and part of yoga, for all of you, most of you already know, that breathing is a huge part of it. But I never realized how much never the mobility to. connected to breathing just because I was immature and I was like, a, you know, just go heavy, go hard guy all the yeah. time. And the impact that breathing brought to my mobility, but then even after, like, my favorite part of the class was to literally lay on my back when you lay on your back and you meditate for five minutes. Yeah. And the energy that you walk out 
of that session, it was like, I mean, it was like the best night of sleep ever. And it was like five minutes of meditation. Why is it? Because some listeners may not know, and I'm going to tell them, why is it that your breath is tied to your mobility? I mean, I'm going I'm to speak simply because I don't have all the, <laughs> the, the smart guy words that you're about no, to use. Just, we yeah. just we just talked about it. Yeah, so, so anytime you're restricting, right, anytime you hold your breath, and a lot of times if it's hard, we strain, right? So even if we're stretching like it's hamstrings or it's groin or it's quads or hip flexors or whatever, if it hurts, we... <gasps> And we hold, right? And that's when you're constricting. That's mm-hmm. when you're reducing oxygen. You tense yeah. up and you're restricting blood flow in the muscles. But when you relax, I mean, if you think about it, if you were like to bend over and touch your toes and it hurts, but then you're like consciously, okay, in through my nose, four count, out, right? Yep. You literally gain three to six inches of reach just by breathing correctly mm-hmm. and not tensing up. Yep. And I mean, you walk. Well, that's the, exactly what we were just talking about. You're when you're tense, you're tight. Yeah. Your parasympathetic, your sympathetic nervous system, your fight or flight, yeah. every, everything yeah. in your body is tensing up and ready to fight, ready yeah. to roll. Do you yeah. think you can be super mobile from that state of mind? No. And, and think about what it's for, right? It's for a short burst of strength. It's not right. a sustainable, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with endurance. That's mm-hmm. why you look at marathon runners and you look at these endurance athletes, a huge portion of their training has to do with breathing. Yeah. Um, but it, we are designed as creatures. Like you said, if you're, you're running from an animal or you're fighting off, you know, somebody you're in some sort of fight, right? It's, it's short bursts and it's, it's like, okay, yes, I'm, I'm collecting it and I'm, I'm using extreme force for a very short period of time. Then that's it. Then you're toast. Think about a muscle contraction. You're making the muscle shorter. Yeah. That is a stronger muscle. A shorter yeah. muscle is a stronger muscle. Yeah. But a shorter muscle is not going to stretch very well. It's not yeah. going to be very mobile, right? Yeah. A longer muscle, lengthening the muscle, needs to relax, yeah. which is where the breathing comes in. So if you're breathing correctly, deeply, through your nose, inhaling, exhaling through your nose, that's going to call on that parasympathetic nervous system. Yeah. That's going to relax you. That's going to allow your muscles to lengthen. We actually used to do this cool magic trick. It's not really magic. It's what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, when I was training, we would tell people we'd have them do different mobility drills, yeah. and we would have them do it, and then we'd put them through this through a breathing technique, two three minutes, and then they'd do the same mobility drill, and all of a sudden they scored better, and they thought we were just magic. Yeah, but all we were doing there was calming them down, telling their body to relax a little bit and stop tensing up when they're trying to do that mobility drill. It's Don't lie, cool you trip. cashed in on that. Oh, You're for like, sure. That was I, a sales technique. I bet you, I bet you a hundred bucks <laughs> that uh, I could get you to stretch. I'll bet you. Even. I'll bet you twelve training sessions that you that it I can make your mobility better. It only better. takes me three minutes to make you more mobile. <laughs> so if your trainer tries to get you to do this little trick and says, "I'll bet you twelve training sessions I can make you more mobile in two minutes," don't take it. It's a dirty trick <laughs> because that's all we're doing. We're trying to get your body relaxed. So that's one: nasal breathing versus mouth breathing. The other is chest breathing versus abdominal breathing or belly breathing so you have a muscle in your belly that sits under your ribcage called your diaphragm that muscle allows for the expansion and the contraction of your lungs so the idea is that if you breathe deep into your and what i always used to tell people is breathe in through your belly button as opposed to your chest that's going to allow you to expand your lungs and to contract your lungs a lot more efficiently getting a lot more oxygen yeah so that's the other thing. Doctor sits here and has a little, little stethoscope and says, hey, take a deep breath for me. 
nine out of ten people, their chest is going to puff up. They're going to rise, right, through their yep. chest, yep. which is nor which is what we, you know, normally do. Yeah. But what you really want to do is you really want to expand expand your abdomen, and your chest will rise a little bit. But what you're really trying to do is you're really trying to fill your belly yeah. on all sides, sides, front and back. Yeah, just easily like think what is going to be more pliable and flexible and create more space your belly or your rib cage that's right your rib cage isn't going to move right right you may have a little bit of but yeah so again most of us we thought you know everybody drinks water well same thing here everybody knows how to breathe properly but most of us breathe through our mouths most of the time and breathe through our chest most of the time and you're really leaving on the table some benefits by not by not engaging uh, in correct breathing patterns. So if you want to calm yourself down, we've talked about it. Yep. There's a couple of different te- – now, there's a lot of different breathing techniques out yeah. there. We'll cover a couple here. One that I've done quite a bit of, and this is what I go to whenever I'm trying to calm myself down. The other one, actually, I never heard of, to be honest with you, but I did want to cover that one because I thought it was fascinating. But the first one is box breathing. Have you ever heard that term, box no. breathing? All it's referring to is the amount of seconds that you inhale air the amount that you hold. So the idea would be that you inhale through your nose and through your belly for four seconds. Yeah. You hold your breath for four seconds, and then you exhale slowly for four seconds. Okay. That would be one round. You would do five rounds of that per minute, and okay. you repeat that three to five minutes somewhere in there. That's called box breathing. Easy technique. You're sitting there at your desk. Sit up your chest nice and tall. Again, thinking breathing in through your nose, trying to fill your belly button with air. Thinking in four seconds, hold that for four seconds, and then exhale for four seconds. Do that for three minutes and tell me you're not more calm after that moment. I like it. Now, you, once you're done, you might immediately go back to your stressful state. But anytime you're feeling stressed, because a lot of us go through our work day, we don't realize how just tense we are the whole time. Yes. And how yep. stressed we are the whole time. So a good starting point would be two to three times a day, really, of this three to five minute box breathing. It's a great technique okay. to, to calm yourself down. The other one, which I hadn't heard before, it's called alternating nostril breathing. Have you ever done this before? No. I haven't either. So it says, studies show alternate nostril breathing helps balance the brain and nervous system. How? It shakes up our breathing cycle by commandeering our dominant nostril. Did you know you had a dominant nostril? Well, you do. I do, yeah. <laughs> That's right. One nostril is typically dominant before it switches to the other. So at the course of any amount of time, one of your nostrils is actually dominating more than the other. My left. What's yours? I don't know. I guess it depends on which one's stopped up at the time. I was going to say which one has more boogers. <laughs> so when you do this technique, you trick your brain into creating an even flow through both nostrils. The result, a balance that leaves you feeling calm, centered, and focused. So what you do, just like if you're watching on YouTube, Tyler's doing right now, you take your right hand, you put your thumb, your right thumb, over your right nostril, you breathe, you know, just like we talked about, through your nose a couple of times. Actually, I'm sorry. You breathe in through your nose. So you inhale through your nose. I probably sound real nasally right now. Inhale through your nose. Then take your index finger and close your other nostril and release and out your... through the same yeah, nostril? And, and then now out through the right nostril. Oh, so wait, you breathe through in the through the left, breathe out through the right, and then to reverse it. Breathe oh. in through the right out through the left. And then you just repeat that as many times as it takes to calm yourself down. 
Interesting. That was, that was an interesting. I'm gonna try. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know dominant nostril was a thing. Yeah, I knew. Be, I knew dominant be. hand, dominant foot. I didn't know dominant, dominant nostril. eye. Dominant eye. Yeah, maybe interesting. I guess anything you got two of. There's, yeah. There's a tendency. Maybe you got a dominant hearing in one ear or that. That'd be fun to watch somebody in the oh. office and like they'll tell them what's going on. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> there you go. So try that one out <laughs> on for size. On the exact opposite, so that's to calm yourself down. And again, there's you could Google 100 other yeah. breathing techniques. There's tons of them. But the point is, nice, controlled, deep, slow breaths to calm yourself down. The exact opposite, you can use your breath to produce energy Ooh. and energize your body and get you ready to go. Think about a power lifter before he is about to take, yes, right? Yeah. He's about to take this huge, get, take this big PR, try to go attack this big PR. Yeah. They're always just uh, hyping up, right? The breathing yeah. gets real short, but real intense. They're raising their shoulders, people slapping them. That's what they're doing. They're trying to hype huh. themselves up. They're trying to increase their breathing. Because what does increased breathing do? Increases your heart rate, increases uh, your blood pressure. If you're trying to lift something heavy, you need, a f you need that, right? Yeah. You need to jack yourself up. Yeah. So a couple different techniques. One is try double breathing. This one's kind of crazy. It's kind of kind of wild. So the rapid breathing technique, this rapid breathing technique activates the breath in short bursts. It's these active movements that excite the sympathetic nervous system and make you more alert, just like we were talking about earlier. To practice double breathing, inhale through the nose with a short, sharp inhalation, followed directly by a long, strong inhale. This one takes a little coordination. Ooh, hold on. So you go quick in. Sit and then still through the nose again. So quick in. Oh. Yeah. So quick and then slow and then let it out the same way. Oh, quick, really? Quick exhale and oh, then slow. Boomers exhale. are going to fly out for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, again, it takes a little coordination. A little practice. I was literally practicing when I heard because I haven't, I've never done this one before. Yeah. So, I was trying this one. Okay. So, yes, there you go. So, if you want, this, this is probably better made for TV and not, not audio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should see my nostril flare game right now. It is on point. <laughs> So big, or so quick, short, deep breath in, and then yeah, followed by a long one, just like you do it. I hope people can hear this because it's hilarious and watch your face. And the other one, I actually did this one this morning before yeah. my workout. Yeah. It's called Bellows Breath. How much you bench? Uh, like all the weights. All of the weights. <laughs> uh, Bastrika, or Bellow Breaths, is perfect first thing in the morning during your afternoon slump. Or to get you psyched for a workout. Yeah. I had to get psyched for those bicep curls. Settle into a comfortable seated position, then do the following. Breathe in through your nose. Engage your stomach, pulling it in on inhale and pushing it out on exhale. Again, this one takes a little, because normally when you it breathe in, up, you want to fill yeah. your, so you're doing the opposite here. Ah. So now when you breathe in, draw your abdominal in. There you go. Now when you breathe out, push your stomach out and do that forcefully. Through the nose or mouth? Through the nose. Everything's through the nose. Yep. Okay. Do that nice and intense. There you go. <laughs> Again, look like my five-year-old. <laughs> so yeah, make sure you're doing this when nobody's looking. <laughs> you look like you're about to get ready for sexy time. These are going like. to be our highest viewed YouTube videos for sure. <laughs> Yeah, if you're not watching this, if you're not watching this right now, you're leaving a lot left to the imagination. Either, either sexy time with a wife or I'm parked in a, a white van <laughs> near a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> One of the two. Sorry, that is, that is, that is not uh, a yeah, funny joke. Not, not a that funny joke, Ty. So anyway, I did that one this morning. Got me ready to roll for my workout. So yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're going to cut that clip because people have to see that. <laughs> Bonus points for the awkward oh, face. Man, you know. I so. can, oh, man. I can, anyway. I can bench press so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to kill this podcast, dude. <laughs> so anyway, breathing. breathing. It's the lost art. It's, it's good. It's what we overlook. We do it every single day, but we overlook the importance of doing it properly. So again, nasal breathing, belly breathing. Nice, slow, big, deep breaths if you're trying to calm yourself down. Short, intense breaths if you're trying to jack yourself up. Use either way. Most of us are probably going to need to calm ourselves down more often than not as opposed yep. to jacking ourselves up, but it could work for you if you're trying to get some Question. energy. Question. Just thought about this right now. Okay. Combining drinking water and breathing, how do you do it? <laughs> what is the technique? <laughs> I don't know. But I do know this. I have combined vitamin D, yeah. nature, Staying properly hydrated, cold showers, and breathing. All five of those techniques I implement daily. Yeah. And again, I still reach for caffeinated drinks just because I like them. But I definitely have gotten myself to a place where I don't, I certainly don't need them. Yesterday yeah. I didn't have caffeine at all. I didn't miss it at all. Yeah. I didn't need it because yeah. I'm doing these things that are going to be good for my health overall the long term. It sounds like listeners, <laughs> like our one that texted us, sounds like you guys are trying this out as well. Hopefully you're finding this, hopefully you found this series to be helpful. Yeah. Again, nothing wrong. We're not demonizing the, the, the energy drink community. Those are great things. There's a lot of cool, but people can't make money off of these five tips we've shared these last five yeah. weeks. That's why these aren't pushed more. Yeah. There is no, we, we, didn't, we didn't make a dime off of this series so that's oh, why it's not pushed more you didn't, you directly. Didn't, you didn't get paid? You didn't get paid? I, did. I definitely so, did. <laughs> hopefully this uh, series, you like this series. Uh, we'll move on to the next topic next week. But yeah. again, hopefully you like this series. Hopefully it's helpful um, for you guys. Hopefully you're implementing this um, for your afternoon pick-me-ups to help you out and, and get you through I love for it. the day. One so, more time. We're going to do the – let's do the, the double end. I like that one. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> But see, now you're raising your shoulders. I guess it's fine in this, in this instance. Well, bringing so, it in, that's, that's right. the pump-up That's one. right. That, that's yeah. true. That's true. So anyway, uh, if you're still with us, <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed it. You haven't it. deleted this podcast <laughs> yeah. from your iTunes app already. <laughs> Please share this podcast. Seriously, we love doing this, yeah. uh, but we wouldn't do it without you guys. We, we need your help. So help us spread the word. Rate five stars on whatever uh, app, uh, podcast platform you listen on. Follow us on all our social medias. Um, we appreciate you guys. Yep. Hopefully you have a great rest of the day, and we will catch you tomorrow.